This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Native advocates are defending the Indian Child Welfare Act, or ICWA, intended to keep Native children with Native families, as the U.S. Supreme Court is set to hear challenges to the decades-old law this fall. Eric Galata spoke to an advocate in Nebraska who says ICWA is still needed today. The ACLU of Nebraska has joined a national brief filed in a case before the U.S. Supreme Court challenging a 1978 law passed by Congress aiming to stop harmful assimilation practices separating Native American children from their families and tribes. Misty Flowers with the Nebraska Indian Child Welfare Coalition says the Indian Child Welfare Act is still very much needed in part to help kids maintain their cultural identities. We see a lot of times that those that don't have a strong cultural identity have higher rates of substance abuse, mental health issues, suicide rates, and, you know, it's kind of all connected with those assimilation policies and historical trauma. The ACLU is urging the high court to uphold the constitutionality of the act, which requires state courts to help keep Native families together. Before its passage, some 35 percent of Native children were being removed from their homes from intact families, with 85 percent placed in non-Native homes. A U.S. appeals court invalid dated portions of the act in a Texas adoption case for imposing duties on states. The brief also calls on the Supreme Court to uphold the centuries-long legal precedent of tribal sovereignty, including tribes' right to preserve their unique cultural identities, raise their own children, and govern themselves. The Indian Child Welfare Act also establishes preferences for placing adopted Native children in Native homes. Flowers, quoting her social worker mother, says Native children will always find their way home. It's like any human need to have that connection with your family and your tribe, especially, you know, when you look different than other people that are around you. That was Eric Galatis reporting. Yellowstone National Park is hosting a range of indigenous events this week for its 150th anniversary. Wyoming Public Radio's Taylor Stagner has more on the historic collaboration between tribal nations and the park. Yellowstone Revealed was planned for and by indigenous people. The week will include guided tours of indigenously significant areas in the park, as well as art and live musical performances. Francesca Pine Rodriguez is with Mountain Time Art in Bozeman, Montana. She says the 150th anniversary is a celebration, but the indigenous nations of the land have another relationship with the park's birthday. It's a reminder of being removed from an area that we traditionally inhabited. That is something that we are not celebrating. Um, But when we think about everything that our people have been through, it's just a miracle that we are still here. Pine Rodriguez hopes to continue the relationship with the park in furthering the discussion on indigenous input in management and conservation. Yellowstone National Park says there are 27 indigenous tribes who have historical and contemporary ties to the land. The first teepee village in the park in 150 years is part of the festivities. For National Native News, I'm Taylor Stagner. Three Michigan tribes have donated proceeds from a missing and murdered Indigenous Peoples March to two domestic violence relief shelters. This year, the Michigan Potawatomi tribes joined together to honor missing and murdered Native women and girls during an event in Grand Rapids. They recently donated 100% of funds raised from selling masks and T-shirts from the event to tribal domestic violence shelters in the area. It's part of efforts to help address violence in tribal communities. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Ramona Farms, offering wholesome and delicious foods from our heirloom crops as our contribution to a better diet for the benefit of all people. We are honored to share our centuries-old farming and culinary traditions online at RamonaFarms.com. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.